This ad-free podcast is part of your Slate Plus membership. Lucky you. Hello, and welcome to this mini episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I am your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Kate Duffy, a licensed clinical social worker who has worked as a therapist and clinical supervisor in a variety of settings, including shelters, residential group homes, and outpatient clinics. And now here we are reading a letter from a listener. I'm going to take us into our next letter, which is great. It's it's really, um, it, it gives you that sort of wonderful sense of resistance of like, ooh, I think I'm allowed to be real mad at my boss, but I'm not sure, which is always a great uh, question. Yeah. So we get to spend a little time focusing on that. Would you please read that letter? Uh, of course. The subject is bad boss, question mark. My boss of many years recently retired. Before he left, he promoted me. I was given a raise, a direct report, and more responsibilities. However, my new boss, previously my grand boss, seems less sure about me. A few pay periods after my promotion, my now former boss announced that he'd be giving me an end-of-year merit-based raise of X percent, but my new boss later clarified that the increase would be weighed against my old salary, not the one I had after the promotion, which meant it only added up to a few extra dollars a year. This felt harsh, since another team member received a larger raise proportionately despite being in poor standing. Not gossip, I know that for a fact. After my direct report resigned, my new boss decided that his replacement will now report to her. A replacement that I hired, trained, and began to manage. I feel like the things my former boss wanted me to have have been taken from me. My gut is telling me I should get out because my new boss doesn't appear to trust me. My performance is great, and my old boss never did anything but sing my praises. But the signals I'm getting from new boss seem very negative. Can you give me a reality check? <laughs> I mean, can we? What, do you, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts here? I feel like a lot of my answer might change depending on the industry and the size of the company, but I yeah. do think I have a sense of where to go. Um, does anything immediately leap out to you? Other than being delighted by the phrase grand boss, uh, which is just really cute. I yeah well the reality check if you're asking for a reality check uh yeah your your gut um is telling you something that I think maybe you should listen to you know you say like you feel like the things that your your old boss wanted you to have are being taken from you I I think that's pretty accurate you know I I I think of you know what I would be feeling if I were in your situation I think I'd be pretty pissed off I mean you know you were you were told that these things were going to happen. You were told um, you were going to get uh, a raise of X amount. I think that, you know, it's completely reasonable to then feel like, well, this has been ripped away from me. And what do I do with that? Um, you know, I I wonder, and I don't know how you feel about this, Danny, but, you know, my, my first thought was kind of um, if it would be helpful. And again, this would kind of, like you said, depend on the size of the company or kind of the the politics around it, et cetera. You know, not that I love office politics, but they do exist. But, you know, if if this would be a conversation that you would be willing to have with a new boss of just kind of presenting, um, you know, hey, this this was what I discussed with, you know, old manager's name. You know, old manager had laid out 
these things and, you know, this is what I was informed. This was my understanding. Um, it might be helpful to have like an HR representative with you in the room if that were to be the case. Um, or if you have another manager who you trust or feel comfortable with. Again, I don't know how the, you know, the structure of your team is, but um, just to, and not in a way where you're just like, you know, screw you, like this is what I was promised. But, you know, almost like, <laughs> I don't want to say like feign ignorance, but sort of be like, well, you know, when I had spoken to, you know, old boss, like he had mentioned X, Y, and Z, and this is what we agreed upon. And, you know, I was under the impression that this is how it was going to be. Um, you know, can you let me know um, if our wires were crossed or if there was something else that I should possibly expect? Because then it's like you're not putting it on the new boss of, you know, you're taking something away from me, but rather just sort of setting up what you were told and what you had expected based on the conversations you had had with your old manager and sort of like letting it go from there. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I, I think a lot of that is is the the way to go. Basically, yes, I think you need to have a direct conversation with your current boss. And you may want to um, also speak to HR. But I think before you go in, the the one possibility that I want to raise, and I don't think this is necessarily likely, but since it is possible, I think it should temper your approach. It is possible that your former boss who just retired made promises that he couldn't keep. It's possible that they had budget meetings after his retirement that changed what was available. So um, it, I, I agree that like it seems to be likely that your new boss is trying something that is either potentially shady um, or simply frustrating. Um, but since you don't know that yet to be sure, I think you should go in, as I think, Kate, you were sort of suggesting, um, with just a sense of like, can you help me with this? This was what my former boss told me. The following things have changed. Um, I don't know if it's because you're unhappy with my work. I don't know if there's something new about the budget that I haven't been informed of. Can you shed some light on that? Yeah. Um, and, you know, practice that, you know, get your little, you know, you, you'll want to ask for a meeting and kind of run through like, what's a quick, basic rundown of here's the situation as I see it. Can you help me understand more? And then depending, you know, if, you're, if your new boss says something like, I'm really sorry, you know, the budget did change and that's why the following had to happen X, Y, Z, that might change your approach. Or if the answer feels frustrating and stymieing or like he's trying to make up excuses for, you know, cheating you, at that point, you know, you may want to speak to HR. Again, tread carefully, especially if this person is like very, very high up in the company. But certainly, certainly you should not be like just relying on signals. Absolutely, you should ask. Yeah. Um, if your former boss put any of this in writing, you know, have that with you, certainly. Um, uh, if if he didn't, you know, that, that does make things a little bit trickier. Dep again, depending on your industry, you know, if you work you know, like in, in the academic world or or sometimes for like federal or state government, sometimes there's legal requirements for promotions, raises, changes to pay, et cetera, might be worth checking in either with like your state labor board or with a uh, an employment lawyer. Again, not because you're going to like threaten to sue, but just to get a better sense of like, you know, is this legal? Is this consistent with the industry? Is this something that I should think of as like, frustrating, but sometimes this happens? Or is this a situation where like my new boss is trying to take advantage of somebody else's retirement in order to stiff me? 
Um, yeah, I think those are really like distinct. You know, these these are those are different things to consider because, yeah, yeah, obviously the gut reaction, you know, is definitely like, oh shit, this is not what I was told was going to happen. Um, you know, and like your gut reaction, I don't think is wrong. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think it's like impossible that that's the situation. But I think definitely the first step is to just have a meeting and directly you know, lay out what you, what you were told and what you want and what you need. Um, and certainly, like Danny said, if you have any any documentation, even if it's like an email that you can print out or forward to the new boss, you know, where your old boss said, you know, we're going to pay you X amount or this is what your new job title is or, you know, I would I would come prepared. Yeah, which is not at all, like by the way, a guarantee. Like you may very well have it in writing and your new boss will say, yeah, he was making promises that we actually couldn't keep. Sure. And, um, you know, so that's not like a a um, a slam dunk, but you can at least get some more clarity than you have been given. I mean, the thing that sounds really the most questionable thing to me is it almost makes it seem like the new boss said, oh, he misspoke. He meant the raise would be against your old salary, which that just stinks of bullshit to me. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I wouldn't use that phrase with him right <laughs> away, but um, that that part seems like, What's going on there? The only thing I would encourage a letter writer not to do is don't don't bring up the fact that another team member is in poor standing just because that can, I, I certainly understand why that's frustrating on a personal level, but it really doesn't have anything to do with what you want. Yeah. Um, even if that, like it, it just makes you feel worse, but it, it's a, in terms of your own work and your own wages, it, it's kind of a distraction. And it would maybe provide your new boss with like an excuse to say, you know, oh, you're you're comparing yourself with other people and I don't want you to do that. So don't don't give them the ammunition. Um, if that conversation, you know, if you don't like the answers, if your gut continues to say this guy doesn't trust me, if whatever feedback he gives you about your work feels bad, by all means, you know, start looking for another job. That's absolutely something you can keep doing. But um, absolutely, you know, if you're getting signals and you want clarity, Ask for a meeting. Ask for clarity. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think this is a situation that can be re- resolved. And I don't say resolved as in, like, you're going to like the result. But I think at least you can decide uh, when you get some light shed on it, you know, what the next steps are going to be for you. And that's all. Having more information is is always better, you know. Yeah. And that's a really reasonable question. It's just to say, like, previously I've been giving this direct report and this raise. Yep. And you've taken that. Is it something that I've done? Is there something changing about our team structure that I should know about? Like these are important questions, even if you weren't looking for another job, you know, like in order to have as good a possible working relationship with this new boss for however long you stay there, this would be good information to have. Um, and it, it it doesn't speak very well of your new boss that he hasn't initiated any of these conversations with you. Letter writer, I definitely share your sense that like there's either something malicious or incompetent potentially going on on his part. Um, again, don't don't go in hot. Um, you can always ramp up your affect. It's a lot harder to ramp it down. Yeah. Um, so so start as calm and as like sticking to the facts as you can. And then, you know, whatever answer you get, if you want to exercise your own judgment and decide like this guy's feeding me a line of bullshit and I'm going to start looking for another job tonight, by all means do that. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good plan. But it it sucks. I mean, it's it's definitely like a tough situation, and 
you know, uh, it, it is always difficult when you get a new manager, no matter what. Uh, change is hard, even in the best of circumstances mm-hmm. when it comes to work. And uh, to then be told that, you know, something that you were promised that was going to improve your financial standing and improve your resume, et cetera, is not happening. Uh, not a great situation. So definitely get the clarity you need. And then depending on how it goes, then you have more information to either say, okay, things are resolved and I can stay put or things are definitely not resolved and I need to get out. So I would say go from there. Yeah. And maybe it is as simple as your old boss liked you and wanted to sort of mentor you and took an active interest in your advancement. And this new boss doesn't and is uh, looking for ways to kind of cheat you out of things that uh, your former boss promised you because he just doesn't like you. And, you know, if that's the case, I'm really sorry. Like, yeah, even even giving him the maximum benefit of the doubt, he has handled this very badly. Like, if he doesn't like your work, he should have told you that. If he didn't like the way you were managing that direct report, he should have said so. If it was a budget thing, he could have told you that. Like, he'd, he'd be saving you so much confusion and frustration if he had just had a clear conversation with you, even if it was a disappointing one, like, I'm sorry you were promised this much money. Turns out we don't have it in the budget. Um, this guy is, I don't think, a great manager. No, it, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, there's definitely a whiff of bullshit uh, in the air. Yeah, possibly possibly more than a possibly whiff. Possibly more yeah. than a whiff. Do, yeah. if you get the chance, please write back. I would love to hear how that conversation goes. I'm very curious I, I would love to hear from you. So if you're if you're able to provide us with an update at some point in the next few months, please do because I would I would love to know more about this weird weird new boss. I am making an executive decision. I'm going to skip the lightning round today because it's too sad. Oh god, it's too sad. And instead, I'm going to ask you uh, tell me a story about a boss you've had. We'll just stay on theme with that letter. It can be a good boss. It can be a crummy boss. It can be a brief anecdote. <laughs> Just give me one story about one person who's employed you. Okay. Well, I have a really wonderful boss right now, so I'm very lucky about that. Um, I have had some really bad bosses in my life, specifically when um, when I was an intern, uh, when I was getting my MSW years ago. You know, obviously when you're uh, in social work school, you do unpaid internships, those delightful things that are totally possible for everyone and make your life great. And uh, I was very fortunate my second year of school to have an amazing internship with a great supervisor. But my first year was a hot disaster. And uh, in the middle of the school year, my supervisor got fired. (laughs) And I came back from like the week of winter break where they actually let you not go to your internship uh, and be off for an entire week. Um, and found I didn't have a supervisor anymore, and I needed a supervisor in order to get my hours. And so from then on, the rest of the school year, I was just sort of passed randomly to uh, various executives at this agency that I was interning for, um, one of whom conveniently forgot that we had supervision every week, and I would show up to her office, and she was not there. Um, And uh, yeah, it just was like a really fucking bad year. I was like, what have I done to myself? Why am I doing this? I had a caseload of like 10 teenage boys who had like really, really intense mental health and substance use needs who needed a lot of help. I was 22 and an idiot and didn't know what was going on. And um, it was brutal. And I was not getting paid. And I was driving like 30 miles there and back uh, 
not a great year in my life, but um, oh, man, I've really made it now. So I, I have <laughs> in my own various careers had a couple of different jobs where every once in a while I just didn't get paid and I would feel so like, uh, who do I talk to about that? <laughs> where do I get just money, so like, please? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I hate that I'm the one bringing this up. <laughs> Normally, I get paid on Fridays. Didn't last week. <laughs> been been working a couple of shifts this week. What's what's going on? And there's always that like, oh, gee, wow, that's weird. It's just like, <laughs> why am I bringing this to your attention? Yeah, that is not a great place to be. I The one way, I mean, this has not happened to me so, so, so very many times that I've had to develop a strategy. But one thing that I at least blessedly got better at was, you know, uh, if it was five o'clock on the day I normally get, got paid and I hadn't gotten paid, we had that talk right away. I did not tentatively wait over there the weekend go. to bring it up. Boom. It's not rude. It's not rude to say, where is my paycheck, please? Yeah, it is uh, the opposite of rude. It is um, very, very called for. And you should be demanding the money that you have worked for because it is your money. And uh, chances are you are not getting paid enough for the work that you've done Anyway, especially if you're in a service job, good Lord, like you are not getting paid enough. Well, as, so. as J.G. Wentworth tells us, it's my money and I want it now. Yeah. And with those words of wisdom, I think we should just <laughs> shut it down for the day because you can't, you can't, you can't beat that. No. I think. The immortal words of J.G. Wentworth. Yeah. It's my money and I want it now is as much of an earworm as head on apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> Um, and if there was some way to combine the two, like money, apply directly to the forehead, um, then I, I wouldn't need to do this anymore. No. I could just tell everyone to do that. Definitely not. Thanks for joining us on Big Mood, Little Mood with me, Danny Lavery. Our producer is Phil Circus, who also composed our theme music. Don't miss an episode of the show. Head to slate.com slash mood. To sign up to subscribe or hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using right now. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you get a minute. We'd love to know what you think. If you want more Big Mood, Little Mood, you should join Slate Plus, Slate's membership program. Members get an extra episode of Big Mood, Little Mood every Friday, and you'll get to hear more advice and conversations and interview questions with our guests. And as a Slate Plus member, you'll also be supporting the show. Go to slate.com forward slash mood plus to sign up. It's just $1 for your first month. If you need some little advice or big advice and you'd like me to read your letter on the show, head to slate.com slash mood to find our big mood, little mood listener question form or find a link in the description of the platform you're using right now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.